0: we doing this are we good
1: i think
2: we're all yeah, good I think now. so yeah
0: hot dog all right so <clears throat> there's really only a few mechanics um that you need to be aware of and that is the first one is testing your luck so on your character sheet you have a luck you can sort of choose to roll luck whenever you want if you're not familiar with the mechanic um sometimes if you make decisions i'll ask you to roll luck and it's your character's like intuition and i mean it's luck that's It's pretty Mm self-explanatory. When you roll luck, you'll roll two D6, or as normal people call them, dice, just regular dice. Um, And if you roll equal or under to your luck stat, then you've passed. If you roll over, then you fail, which can oftentimes be really bad. You don't want to fail. And uh, whenever you test your luck, your luck skill is reduced by one point for the rest of the Mm -hmm. game. Okay. The whole game?
1: Okay, wow. The
0: whole game. So you can just... If you have seven luck, just use it up. Like, who cares? Like, <laughs> these characters won't matter in two hours. Like, use whatever you have. Um, then there's roll versus. Generally, if you're trying to do something against someone's will, if you're fighting or if you're doing something in a competitive nature, um, both people, whether it's players or an NPC and you, will roll 2d6 and whoever rolls higher wins. Um Okay rolling under whenever you're just trying to do a skill of any sort and you can do skills that aren't just on your character sheet you can do anything so just because you don't have a climb skill doesn't mean you can't say like uh can I climb that or I want to climb that and i mm-hmm. would say roll skill and you would roll equal to or under your skill um uh number so for for i think everyone like you should have a minimum of 4 is that right
1: Yes, I have a skill yeah. of four.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, excellent. So um, I'm, a ben- I'm a benevolent DM. If you're trying to do something that's funny, I might let you roll again or just say, yeah, mm. fuck it. Yeah, it works. <laughs> something I don't know. Like the the guy who is guarding the door that you tried to sneak past slipped on a banana peel, whatever. I want you to do the thing. Right. So I reward cleverness and obviously this is like for entertainment. So mm-hmm. doubly. So, um, double sixes. If you roll two sixes always fail and like catastrophically. So for D D that would be your, you rolled a one, right? Something comically atrocious happens. Like if you're trying to open a door, um, and you roll two sixes the door falls on you and you break your wrist or something like yeah um or you open the door and on the other side are your parents having sex and you you're, <laughs> ah like you know what i mean like it's bad bad things happen when you roll two sixes um if you roll two ones snake eyes fantastic like you open the door and there's money there's money and norm mcdonald's there he's still alive actually and he he wants to be your friend he thinks you're funny and interesting and thinks that you would actually make a good stand-up even though you've never tried it that's what would happen if you rolled two ones for example um in combat though if you roll two ones uh if you're doing like a roll versus like Justin, you're trying to hit David, for example, and you roll two ones, it's not a critical success. It's actually a fumble. So you just like drop your shit. Like, okay. So it's like a failure, but it's not like a catastrophic failure. So um, the
1: double sixes is still worse in combat. The
0: double sixes is great in combat. So it's like reverse. Okay. So Troika has a okay. little kind of confusing for first time players because of that. Um, otherwise, okay. That's pretty much, that's pretty much the rules. That's, that's it. Um, I will explain things and give exposition and just sort of Mm -hmm. generally what your characters see and sort of train, you know, lead you through the story. And, um, but it is collaborative storytelling at any time, interrupt, ask a question, you have complete control over your characters, right. And over your perception or whatever. So at any time, if you're like, uh, do I see this or like, what does this look like? Like, just ask those questions. Um, if that makes sense. We've all played role playing games, so you know. Once,
3: a little
4: bit. That's, yeah. that's a little great. bit. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: this sounds easier than D&D when we were trying to do some campaigns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is it is. More chill? There are
0: no goblins. <laughs> oh, Zero oh goblins. <laughs> no goblins. <laughs> I actually don't, yeah, there will be little little combat. So <clears throat> this is the Curse of the Golden Ruffs, an original Troika adventure written by Dungeon Mistress Jake <laughs> Jones um, for the Rock Hard Caucus Halloween Spooktacular. Yeah, um, this is
1: a Rocktober Halloween Carcass production.
0: <laughs> yeah, excellent. So... um I already know your characters' names, and we'll come back to that so you can introduce sort of your characters and what they look like and what your characters' names are. Um, Mm -hmm. Does everyone just want to go around and say what your actual names are and who's playing?
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah, so for people who... We're we're recording a video of this, so if you're watching the video, you can already see everybody who's here. But if you're just listening, uh, the participants, you've already heard from Jake. Jake will be leading us tonight. I'm Justin, and uh, we've got Allie.
3: Hello.
1: We've got Evan. Hi. We've got David.
5: I'm three dash David. Hold on.
1: Now he's regular David. No one can see those names in the recording anyway. But (laughs) and then we've got Alan also. (laughs) Oh, hello. Hi, everybody.
0: Excellent. I'm feeling some spiritual spooky energy in this group. I think this is going to be excellent. So we'll get to what your characters' names are and what they look like soon. But for now, I have a question for you all you're all at the all hollows eve party what does your character dress up as
1: uh my character is dressed up as a demon
0: excellent
2: (laughs) i'm dressed up as frankenstein's monster
0: excellent
3: i'm Uh i'm dressed as a hot dog but it doesn't mean the same thing that it does in your sphere it's it's kind of hard to describe
6: <laughs> i'm dressed up like a very luxurious king
5: <laughs> and i'm dressed like a wizard and definitely not the clothes of a necromancer that my character left to die
0: <laughs> excellent thank you because the story begins at a ha- All Hallows' Eve party. As each of your characters remembers, you all are seated around a campfire, eating your provision- provisions. You each find yourself among new friends. Friends of circumstance, of course, for each of you have a massive golden ruff around your neck. This fabulous accessory was given to each of you by the fantastic Staniel, an incredibly powerful angel wizard of the court of Limbaloo. You recall his super-hot body, made from sharp triangular appendages and skin made of dazzling golden light. Seated on their slender shoulders is their head, which looks like that of an infant baby, but perpetually still as stone in an expression not dissimilar from a baby doll's neutral face. You all met at the same <laughs> corner of the Palace of Limbaloo near the washrooms when you were cursed, dressed in your All Hallows' Eve garments. Um, I would like each of you to roll one D6 die and tell me what number you got. I got Six. four.
4: Six. Five.
0: Excellent. The fantastic Staniel comes out of the washroom and blasts the room with a brief flare of golden light as he does whenever he enters a room to remind everyone of his brilliance. This flare, however, briefly blinds um, Justin and Allie's characters and you sort of stumble, bumping into the fantastic Staniel who causes him to lose his balance and fall. As he falls, the room is silent as a loud, cracking ceramic sound is heard, and you see a beautiful nose on the ground. It is snapped off of his face like the handle of a ceramic mug. He stands up, and you all recall his voice as it echoes in the memory of your ears. You knaves! You absolute doldrigal! I curse thee! He says to the five of you. (laughs) I curse thine treacherous necks with an accessory of death. Look upon my golden visage, and weep, for it is the last thing you will see before the sands of time and the hourglass of your fates begins to fall. Thine fate being death by cranium explosion, your heads will burst like balloons, and chocolates and creams will catapult from thine necks for the babes of the spheres to enjoy. You each immediately were choked by large golden ruffs around your necks that seemed to be impossible to remove. The party immediately went on normally, and after you all stopped panicking, you heard from a very pleasant waiter about a legend that led you to where you are now at this campfire. The legend of something that may be a solution to removing these golden ruffs that will blow up your head and chocolates and creams will volcano out of them for children. You've traveled to a mountain, in a sphere, far away from the All Hallows' Eve party. It is the mountain of Varg, the omnidirectional cube. (laughs) Legend has it that Varg was the first square in all the spheres to transcend his dimension and expand into a three-dimensional being. Because of this, Varg was then blessed by the gods with the ability to grant wishes. Those who climb their mountain will be given a test, and should they pass it, they will be granted a single wish. Varg, the omnidirectional cube, can only grant one wish per cycle of his sphere's moon. Each of you have traveled together as a group and are now camped at the base of that mountain, gathered around your sentient campfire, preparing to climb the mountain of Varg, the omnidirectional cube, before the sun sets the following day, for it is then that the prophecy will come true, and the chocolate and cream will come gushing from your necks. Because of the fantastic Staniel's prophecy, you have already been assailed by bands of rabid children who have seen your roughs and attempted to capture you so that they can have the delicious chocolates and creams (laughs) that will be expelled from your neck holes.
1: So this is a time limit.
0: Yes, you have one day. To climb the mountain, yes. There, that's all my exposition. Now I'll stop being the only one talking here in a moment. <laughs> the crackle of the fire begins to build up and, and light fills your campsite. Um, could each of you describe what your characters look like as sort of the light in the, in the campsite sort of fills the space a little more? Um, I'll call on you. Um, okay. Justin, could you describe what your character looks like?
1: Yes, uh, my name is Herbert. I am a demon stalker. I have a. I'm very gothic. Uh, I dress in all black. My hair is very black. My face is very white. I'm sullen. I I don't talk very much, and I don't actually consider anyone in this party to be my friend. Aww. We are we are forced to be together. I I usually prefer solitude. So I look I look that way.
0: <laughs> Excellent, um, David. Could you describe what your character looks like and what their name is?
5: Okay, my character. His name is Gromley Duxford. Most people will call him Dux. He is Alan was right a Rhino Man. <laughs> Pretty much what you would expect from a half man half Rhino. Seven foot four, seven hundred sixty three pounds. <laughs> Uh, gray colored um, wears a tunic, has a couple of horns on his nose like a rhino but also has like human hands and thumbs and those sorts of appendages uh, I wear a tiny little useless ha- helmet and my personality is also very kind of reserved and quiet like Justin's but a little less broody mm-hmm. just kind of more not used to social situations. I'm very
0: much a loner.
1: I forgot excellent. two things. Uh I, I also clench my jaw a lot and I have bad hygiene.
0: Excellent. So so far two antisocial characters, which are excellent <laughs> characters to role play on the audio podcast that we're making right now. <laughs> uh, characters who don't like to talk or get along. No, that's excellent. Um Allie, can you tell us what your character looks like and what their name is please.
3: Yeah, I am uh, Penny Scoop. I am a cursed cub reporter. I uh, was a young reporter for a rural publication in my sphere, and I uh, leaked an anonymous source for an agribusiness exposé. And so the Society of Professional Journalists banished me to forever roam until I find the next big story and reclaim my reputation. I am dressed like a 1940s caricature of a reporter with a trench coat and fedora with the thing yeah you you know where this is going and i'm uh writing in my notebook i'm a little bit more earnest than the others and probably a little bit nosier and more excited
0: excellent um
1: now we got some variety
0: yeah here we go (laughs) um all right i'm
2: i'm harry cheesecake i'm a rogue cyber cop you know i'm kind of a loose cannon uh uh you know i'm 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 cybernetically enhanced in every way uh kind of a dipshit let's be real um you know pretty obvious to those around me that i am a law enforcement professional uh in the worst possible way uh man kind of you're similar to Allie, kind of a, a 1940s detective look uh, so I also have uh, one note. I have some sort of cyber interface that I can plug into things. And I know this is a fantasy realm, so it's totally useless.
0: (laughs) Troika is a science fantasy setting, actually. so it's
2: Yeah, but you get what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, there aren't a lot of computers in this adventure. You're right. I'm sorry. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) But maybe you could come up with a creative uh, solution to a problem
6: with your... Exactly. uh, He's also a
2: bit of a STEM lord. No art... (laughs) (laughs) no art no steam just stem
6: (laughs) just stem baby take that a out of there
0: (laughs) all right evan could you describe your character and um what their name is please
6: yes uh my name is bert silica um i look like a smooth slender wood elf king uh dressed in luxurious robes i have uh some leaves in my hair you know i look like uh you know a little rough and tumble Um, I was once the finest bean counter, magic bean counter, from a distant plane, governed by an evil queen who ruled with hatred and division. (laughs) I had uh, slightly more benevolent plans for the throne myself, but it all fell apart. One of my apprentices made a teeny-weeny little clerical error, and uh, I was paid the ultimate price and banished here, and it was all politics. And I'm here now, I have nothing but my trusty beau and my damn near beaten to death horse named casey uh so i'm just uh here trying to uh reclaim uh, my uh you know previous life
0: excellent beautiful i'll remember i've added casey to the list of characters Thank that you. are joining you on this quest so um, you're all sort of snapped out of your, your memories and sort of your wariness from travel as, as you see each other and the sentient flame grows louder and a face begins to appear in the fan, in the flame and a, a very pleasant voice comes from, from your campfire saying, well, hello gang, absolute pleasure to be serving you all and keeping you warm. I can always meet, eat more if you need any more heat. So, um, it's just really nice to meet you all. Um, I'm
1: quite warm. Thank you.
0: Excellent! I'm so happy to hear it. You look warm. You have like a warm air to you.
1: I'm mm.
0: <laughs> suspicious.
1: Uh, flames are not usually so friendly.
0: That makes sense. So as you as you sort of make your small talk and, and get ready to sleep because you have to rest for tomorrow's big journey, um, the flame says, "Good night, sweet dreams." I'll scream if there are any monsters so don't worry you can all relax go to sleep
2: that um, definitely makes me feel better
0: excellent yeah I I have a lot of respect for you officer
6: <laughs> <laughs> I am also very relaxed right now
1: <laughs> I'm planning on sleeping with one eye open
6: okay okay
0: excellent I prefer to so. stand.
1: also known as not sleeping
0: <laughs> yeah okay Excellent. So we'll go ahead and fast forward throughout the night. Nothing happens. It's a very gentle evening, gentle sleep. The flame was sincere. It is now uh, the next morning you wake up to the to the sunrise and you see this large mountain that you have to walk up today. Um, can I ask everyone in the party, what do you do to prepare for your trek up the mountain of Varg? I let
3: supplies.
4: everyone know.
1: I let everyone know that the the fire did not uh, do any treachery on us because I stayed awake all night staring <laughs> at it.
0: Excellent.
2: Gathering supplies, getting getting a hobo sack ready. You know we're gonna need to bring stuff with us.
0: Yeah, a bendle.
2: That's right. It's yeah. called the hobo sack.
0: Yeah, <laughs> in your sphere. Yeah, for sure. I would just also like to point out that the flame stayed up all night as well, having a staring contest with um herbert um which the flame loved every second of and the flame I was has doing a, it
1: as simply out of uh, strategy to keep you distracted
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I'm examining what else do we do to prepare for the oh, I'm examining
1: my pouch of salt and vial of demon blood. <laughs> Making sure they
6: remain pure of any sort of dirt and filth. I immediately start lobbying Herbert for his vote for me as leader of the party, as well as all the others.
2: I'm loading my gun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. You have a gun? I have multiple guns, actually. (laughs) Of course.
1: I'm technically a felon, so I I won't be able to vote for you. Uh, Bert.
6: Yeah, I will make sure that uh Herbert never gets uh any of the guns. How do you feel about <laughs>
2: law enforcement?
6: Bert? I'm very in favor of what you do and I really respect everything that you've done and I would also like your vote as uh,
4: you know, for me as leader of the party. I'll consider it. You're some kind of elf, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I look like an elf. Hmm.
3: You look like one, but you aren't technically an elf.
6: Uh, no. Okay. Hmm.
3: Sorry to keep track of. <laughs> As leader of the party, what would you do?
4: What differentiates uh, you? What are you mm. gonna do for me?
3: Yeah, Bert. Bert's a natural leader, so
6: I will basically do whatever. Um, what's Alan's character's name? <laughs> uh, Harry? Harry. 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 Sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna Officer do whatever Cheesecake. Harry says, honestly. But I'm gonna be the face, you know. So a, so a if, vote for Bert is bet, a vote bet. for Harry. Yes, that's that right. Care's not for such hierarchical But I'm gonna structures. take all the credit. I'm gonna take all the credit.
1: Has this become an election for party leader? Is that what we're doing now?
0: You can call a vote if you would like. Who's in charge, um, Bert? Here?
6: Uh sure. Um yeah, uh, all gather here today. <laughs> um Well, it's a secret it's got to be a secret ballot, right? So, I give out a bunch of pieces of paper to everybody, uh, okay. and have them mark but there's only one box and it's my name next to it. <laughs> Do we have writing okay.
1: utensils?
4: I I'm going to say yes.
0: Okay. Okay. Let Thank you
3: write. Bert. for. Mm-hmm. All right, so the, also, I have extras on me. Just so I'm voting here. for
2: Bert. He's he's got my back. I mean, he's he's supporting our our law enforcement professionals out there. That's right. Uh, uh, you know.
6: There's a lot of crime. I'm also pretty big about white collar crime, so if any of you like starts trying to set up some sort of like usury or like, you know, starts doing <laughs> some embezzling. She, yeah, starts doing some financial crimes. I will be make sure that you're fully prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law <laughs> as determined this, by Harry.
1: This is my ballot. I'm voting present.
5: Ducks takes a yes. look at the ballot form says ducks will abstain. Ducks talks in the third person, by the way, so that's weird. That's why.
0: <laughs>
6: Excellent. Um, okay. And I'm, Dux looks takes like I'm his winning. knife
5: and stabs a hole in it and then crushes it to the ground and I say ducks only follows he who is strongest, and so far there is no evidence that anyone is stronger than ducks physically.
6: Mm, Harry might give you a run for his money, but anyway, it looks like I'm winning so far. So, just wanted to put point that out.
0: Does Casey get a vote?
6: That's uh, up to you. I don't care. She definitely voted for me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Excellent, well, we'll see um how those election results affect this adventure. Um, um, is there a clear victor? Um, Penny, who did you vote for?
3: Uh, I abstain uh, for journalistic integrity
6: <laughs> that's right
0: i excellent. Mm-hmm. so um I believe Bert, that means you have three votes, whereas present has one vote uh crumpling up a piece of paper and throwing it on the ground has one vote and abstained has one vote. so hell yeah. congratulations party leader.
6: Thank yeah, you. Don't. I immediately appoint Penny as my secretary.
3: Oh fuck you <laughs> <laughs> my
6: press secretary.
3: all right I don't Gilbert accept Saki. the results
1: but uh, I'm sort of forced to remain in the party so I don't die.
6: does
0: does anyone else have anything that they want to do as a character to like prepare for this mountain journey? <laughs>
2: No, I'm ready to go. We gotta go. Okay. Time just, time's go. a wasting.
6: He's yeah, got guns hard. and I have a bow. So it's, uh, Now it's
0: 8am. You gotta get moving. You have like okay. 12, 14 hours before your heads explode with chocolates and creams. Dux um, does choose to take a big
5: swig of rhino beer. Nice. Excellent. Um, what does beers. rhino
0: beer taste like? Um, do, can you describe rhino beer for us, please? Think of
5: the darkest beer you know. Guinness. And then double that, two
0: Guinness.
5: (laughs) I have 20 provisions of it, so now I have 19 left.
0: Okay, beautiful. Yeah, keep track of that. I'll definitely be asking about that uh, later. I'll definitely be making sure that you're keeping track of your provisions. Um, Okay, so uh, you begin walking up the road to the mountain and you notice that it seems like this mountain has a very clear path upwards. It's you know, um, and as you approach, you actually see a pair, a, like a large iron gate uh, that punctuates the road um, to the mountain trail. Um, and as you get closer, you see a couple of things. You see what can only be described as a small, moist man with a large, exalted mustache eating a banana. Um, as you approach closer. Uh, he has just finished his banana, and he throws the banana peel into a large hole next to him and looks at you all expectantly. Uh, so the gate is closed. He's standing in front of it. There's a hole. And uh, Yes, Harry. Sir, are looking. you littering in that hole?
4: <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: no, no, no it's the, don't worry about the hole. Are you here to go up the trail? Are you here yes. for the... Okay. Yes. Uh, e- excellent. We are. So just, excellent. I'd be happy to open the gate for you. You all look very respectable. Just follow the trail. It should take you right up. He begins, uh, like, getting sort of moistness on the gate handles as he's opening it and sort of pushes the gate open for you. Can I say, can I say it, for it you
5: while the introductions were happening that I just immediately try and charge through it with my head?
0: <laughs> okay, can you, um... Let's see, let's roll versus, so roll 2d6 for me, and I'm gonna roll 2d6, because I'm assume that's the the moist Not against against the moist man. No, against the the moist man, because the moist man's opening the gate. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Very well. So can you get there before he does? Would you say 2d6? Yeah, 2d6. I
2: roll a four.
0: A four total? Mm
4: Mm-hmm.
0: So you roll two of these. Yes. Just confirming. Okay, excellent. Um, So you charged into the gate. Um, The small, moist man is much quicker than you think he is, um, and he manages to push the gate open and move out of the way, and you sort of like Scooby-Doo and Shaggy like run through the door (laughs) that you think will be closed, but it's open at this point. Um, So you just sort of stumble and and trip, and, and you're embarrassed, but you're not hurt. You're okay.
6: Did you learn so a valuable lesson? Very...
1: You've embarrassed us all.
0: <laughs> He's just in a hurry. Uh, the That's what you get moist... for
6: breaking the law. The small moist
0: man. It was excellent. Yeah, you're, gonna... you're great initiative there, pal. Um, all right, so you all have a great rock and... <laughs> he starts making that sound. And you <laughs> notice that there is a um, small jar that says tips written Mm. on it next to the gate
1: oh i Uh, just walked by (laughs) (laughs) uh moist man uh what is the customary tip for the service of wetting this gate for us
0: oh you know it'd be inappropriate of me to sort of uh uh solicit tips from my customers just for opening the gate. I, cu- I couldn't give you any sort of suggestions on on what you think it would be. I mean, I just I, to hang out here all day opening the gates and
1: I don't do uh, subtlety well. So, do you want money or not?
0: <laughs> um, yes, please.
1: Uh, you can have one of my silver pence.
0: Clink. It in the show. Um, Thanks, pal.
1: I don't know how much that's worth. I don't have a good grasp of uh, money either.
4: Yeah.
6: I very flamboyantly take out my coin purse and pull out one silver pence. And I put it in the jar and I give a speech about how much service workers are, uh, how important they are to the economy. (laughs)
0: Excellent, thank you both, gentlemen. Absolute gentlemen here. Thank you.
4: Yeah,
3: I put uh, two silver pence in the jar, and I ask if you have any local scoops.
0: Any local scoops? There's a great bar, on your way up the mountain. You gotta check it out. Other right. otherwise, thank you so much, milady. Enjoy <laughs> your walk.
5: I yell from the other side of the gate. Tips
1: are nuts. Oh, you cut out there, David. Yeah. Or ducks, sorry. What are tips?
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Cancel.
0: Um... The moist man is is ignoring the the rhino man who ran through. (laughs) He's too far away. Two separate races in the Troika universe, the moist man and the rhino man. (laughs) He's just down the road. Yeah, excellent. So you've passed through the gates of the mountain of Varg, and you begin walking through uh, the path. It's really nice. It looks suspiciously like, um, I don't know, like Iowa. Why not? Um, This is an Iowa (laughs) politics podcast, so it looks kind (laughs) of like Iowa, sure. Um, Until you sort of get to sort of what appears to be a crag um, sort of canyon. So you have two large rock walls on either side of you, and you begin walking um, through this clearing between the two. Um,
1: This is quite a crag
0: yeah it is it is a crag it is quite a crag that's a great description um the rocks are completely obstructing your view you can't like see over them or anything they they tower over even uh the seven foot to how how tall was uh uh ducks even ducks can't see over the rocks um and also ducks is mute <laughs> <laughs> he's
1: he's seven four ducks are yeah
0: seven sorry four. not friends are
1: uh Party member Can't, yeah, is seven foot four. <laughs> he's not yeah. my friend. Yeah, none of you are.
0: Um, that's when I'm going to call people in my polycule party.: members. I'm very <laughs> suspicious of
2: Justin because he's uh, you know he's a criminal element.:
0: Whoa, whoa <laughs> um, So you, you sort of begin walking when you begin to sort of hear the subtle sounds of violin wafting through the air as violins often are known for their wafting
6: I smell something y'all hear that wafting what's going on with that
2: violin
0: it's a very pleasant sound and um, as you sort of hear it and sort of keep walking and get closer you see um, two foxes um, standing on their hind legs standing as 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 people like to stand, as rhino men like to stand, um, holding hands and walking um, toward you and then taking a left towards what you imagine the, where the violin sounds are coming from.
1: All right, so who wants to follow the wafting violin sounds in the foxes?
2: I draw my gun. <laughs>
3: oh, God.
5: <laughs> Small stringed instruments pose no threat. Let's go.
3: Uh, I think we
6: should go. Yeah, we should go.
5: There's also foxes. Yeah.
1: Okay. I drew my knife. Not my biggest weapon, but a weapon.
0: Okay, excellent. So No, that's beautiful. So, um as you get closer you see sort of carved into the side of the rock as you get closer to the sort of um turn in in the crag where the foxes went down, you see a um sign that in uh, old western font says the Diamond Spurs Saloon this way and as you sort of turn the corner you see that the it's not necessarily like a hallway uh, but more of literally just like an entrance into what seems to be a bar uh, carved into the rock um, you can see the source of the violin now it is a um, large sort of man with blue skin um, who is playing the violin behind the counter. And you see pairs of romantic foxes, couples, thruples, quadruples, quadruples, (laughs) all around the bar listening with complete rapture to this barkeeper playing um, his violin.
5: I immediately take three swigs of beer and then bring my frickin' over to the bartender to get a refill.
0: Okay, excellent. So the bartender sort of like, plays a, a, a sour note. Um, that was uh, quite IPA discordant. IPA note. Um, and uh, he goes, yes, my friend, absolutely. And he, he takes, what did you call it?
5: It's a firkin.
0: A firkin, he takes your-
5: Like a your little firkin, barrel.
0: Your little <laughs> barrel. And he begins filling it with the draft. Um, there's only one draft um there is a large uh barrel behind the counter with a spigot sticking out and you can see that um the spigot is decorated with the skull of a coyote um, i
2: so- i put my weapon away and i'm i'm curious what this with the with the drink is and i have some sort of awareness stat can i can i uh yes. like detect what this what's going on here
0: Yes, baby, that's how you RPG. <laughs> uh, give me a skill roll, roll 2d6. All right, here we go. Here's the first one.
2: We got a four, and we got a four.
0: Okay, and what's your skill stat? Six. Okay, so I'll say that um, as you sort of take in the room, you notice a couple of things um, that maybe weren't as clear before. You notice that um, the foxes are all sort of paying attention to you all, staring at the at the barkeeper. Um, the barking seems very affable and, and excited to see that there's new guests in the bar. And, um, you do notice that there is, um, besides like the, uh, coyote skull spigot, um, there is another sort of coyote skull decorating one of the walls that's similarly bejeweled, but, but quite larger. Um, that's all you really notice though. Um. Would anyone else like to roll something? At any point, if you want to roll something. <laughs> like, excuse me, gang mistress, uh, I would like to roll a pair of dice, please.
1: I'm still holding my knife, and I would like to sneak. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh,
0: can you tell me what you're trying to do exactly?
1: Uh, I want to sneak behind the bar and just look at stuff.
0: Okay. I- I'm just uh, naturally
1: distrustful, that- you know?
0: Yeah, I love it. Give me that two d six.
1: Right, so I have a sneak skill of five, and I just okay. rolled a six.
0: Excellent. Okay, so um, the barkeeper is very attentive, in, uh especially of one such so gothic as you, um, and he's he sees you sort of trying to like obviously just walk behind the bar with a knife. <laughs> And he goes, Hey, hey, Pally, the, I'm the only bartender here. And he sort of pats his side to his knife, um, which is quite larger than yours. This is a, a man who's almost the same size as uh, as um, ducks, um, but very humanoid, not rhino y, but blue. I don't know.
2: As I see him pat that. his knife, I put my hand mm-hmm. on my gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: okay.
1: I clench my see. jaw tighter.
0: He goes, Hey, fellas. Drinks are always free for the first customers. I, giving this to your friend, he puts the, the small barrel, the firkin, I just remember it's like merkin, but <laughs> a barrel, a small barrel, um, and he puts it on the counter, giving it to ducks, and he says, well, can I interest you on a drink? And he's already pouring you tankards. So I notice, or I guess this
5: might be an observation, I don't know, but, um, I noticed that the beer is not rhino beer because rhino beer is pitch black, like oil. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> it I is say not rhino beer. And so it's it's full, and I say this dilutes a good draft. And I I cautiously sip it.
0: Roll luck. Test your luck. <laughs> My luck is twelve and I roll a four again. You say for two D six? Yes. Okay, that's great. I'm oh, sorry. You it's, yeah, yeah,
5: it's 1-2-6 d 6, isn't it? That's what it says. Um, I screwed up.
0: Oh, is that what it says? It says one d
5: plus 6, my bad.
0: Okay, I, great, sure. Yeah, let's I see rolled that, a 5, so bad. that's an 11.
4: Okay, still make excellent.
0: It. So you, yeah, you make it. So you sip uh, the the beer, and um, it's kind of tasty. Um, you kind of like it. It's no rhino beer, but it's it's inoffensive. It,
5: worthy it a worthy substitute, I grumble. Okay. I happily your,
0: grumble. Your luck goes down to eleven. Um and he goes, Excellent, a worthy substitute. I'm gonna write that on my on the in the bar tabs <laughs> of, of customer reviews, and I'll let everyone know that the rhino man says it's a worthy substitute for rhino beer. Would anyone else like a drink? He's already putting down drinks in front of each of you.
6: I extol uh, the virtues of moderation.
0: <laughs> sorry, pal, don't drink on the jab.
1: I have sewed right. my knife. I'm no longer brandishing. I'd like to ask the barkeep, uh, what's the deal with the jewels in that skull over there?
0: Oh, that previous owner has nothing to do with me or with anything. I I don't know. It was here when I moved in. I'm just a a humble draftsman. Um, I want to
2: use my my cop skill. I have plus three to (laughs) cop skill and interrogate this man about the previous owner.
0: Is that what cops are good at? is that I, cops I, I mean they,
2: they so I was thinking in this in in my mind, this could be yeah. like I would have to roll for it to be a really positive thing or a really negative thing, okay, it could go either okay. way,
0: okay, um, give me roll against tell me exactly what you're trying to trying to I'm do.
2: just trying to figure like is this important or not basically okay like is um, is his deflection? uh okay. serious or not
0: give me that roll all
2: right i got 3 do you want 2
0: yeah 2d6 two please
2: 3 and 3 so i got a 6
0: okay excellent so that's your cop number right your cop and plus skill? 3
2: plus 3 so that would oh. be
0: i what mean is your that that's
2: that, that, the skill is 6 sorry
0: oh okay then yeah golden all right excellent so you can tell uh this is some Crim, You're getting criminal vibes. Okay. Mm, You're, so- you've you've done an ocular pat-down of the bartender, <laughs> um, and something's not right. Something doesn't check out.
2: What the hell is going on here?
1: The knife's back out.
6: Uh, can I talk up the bartender about the uh, coyote skulls? Yes, please. Um, I have etiquette skill. Okay, three. <laughs> yeah. So... What do I roll, two? Yeah. All right, I got five plus, what is it? I'm sorry.
0: No, that's, yeah, we'll just, what's your, what's the number next to etiquette on your
6: character sheet? Eight.
0: Oh, yeah, you did it. Great. So, um, say whatever you want to the bartender and he'll
6: respond favorably. Uh, so what's the deal with these, uh, crystal coyote skulls, man? What's going on? Where'd you get those?
0: Uh, I just stumbled upon them, like I said. If, if you want to know more, you should talk to them. <laughs> and, you know, and he sort of gives you a nudge. Um,
2: I'm, I'm giving Penny a, a hot tip that something's not right in in Foxtown over here.
3: I'm glad that I had a cop to tell me that, and not all of my <laughs> skills as a reporter. Thank you. <laughs> uh, if I have secret signs, does that can mm-hmm. I like decode? The skull, how does yeah. that work? I don't know.
0: I don't know. I don't even know what that is.
3: It. Uh, I. I have. Is a, it a spell? No, it. It's a skill. It is not a spell. I also have true scene as a spell.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um. Go for it. If you could, just tell me what you think it is, and I'll go with that. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. Roll it. Okay. If it's good, well, I'll give. I'll give it to you.
3: Okay, I have seven for skill, and I rolled two d six. Yes. Is that, okay. Fourteen.
0: <laughs> Wait, how'd you roll a fourteen with two d six?
3: Two. I rolled a six and a
4: one. That's
0: only seven. Oh, so seven. you got oh, you oh, got I seven. Have to do so math. So <laughs> no, no, no! You don't have to do math. You did it, Penny. We'll come back. I'll explain next time you have to roll. But you did it. You passed. So okay. um. I will say with your intuition, you have an impression that the skulls are affecting the beer in the casket, in the, in the cask. I don't know. I don't
6: drink. But I don't know what that's
0: called. <laughs> <You> <laughs> should oh, tell Shit, that... <laughs> I gave it away. It's a casket. Fuck.
5: Since you're just thinking this, I've taken another swig of beer.
0: Test your luck, baby. Me, okay. Yeah,
5: so it's good. And it is two d six. I misread the sheet.
0: Yeah. So your luck is eleven now. Yep, I I continue. I, I made
6: it, I got the three. virtues of moderation.
0: Okay. Excellent. You drink it. It's still inoffensive and tasty. You like it. Your luck Hell is yeah. now at ten.
6: Ducks, do you feel
1: threatened at all as you drink that? Is there any sort of internal uh,
5: irritation How are you there? <laughs> Ducks has tough skin. Ducks does not care.
6: Do you have skin the inside bartend- also? Yeah, is your inside as hard as your outside?
5: Ducks has not seen enough innards of men to be able to make this conclusion.
1: Huh. The do you want check-
0: sort of, uh, to look point, inside and leans- see?
4: <laughs> you want
1: me to cut you open? <laughs> oh
0: man! With <laughs> that knife, you cannot. Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, the bartender sort of leans into pe- uh, Penny uh, Scoop and goes, you want to know what the what the skulls really do? He says under his breath. Well, duh, absolutely. i uh, take a little sip of this. And he hands you um a, a dainty glass and not a tankard. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, a merkin. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A merkin of the <laughs> beverage. Um, I- and he goes, help yourself. You, Everything will be made clear. You take a sip of this drink.
3: I also have an etiquette skill, so I say thank you, barkeep, and then I take, I, I drink the whole thing because it's a very tiny glass. Tess, your luck. Oh no! Okay, one d six plus six. It's no. It's roll two d six. Two d six. Eleven. My and my luck is twelve.
0: Excellent. So uh, it tastes. It tastes fine. It tastes inoffensive. It's okay. What? All Jake, right.
5: did did the bartender? dump out my rhino beer and replace it with this crystal stuff or did he just top off what I already had? He topped it
0: off but that means every okay. time you drink from that you have to test your luck uh, yeah. How many
1: how many firkins do you have ducks?
5: I have one
0: firkin
1: Okay
5: Um. Technically okay the description is that it was half full with 20 provisions so got actually it. it's got a little bit more of the weird beer than the rhino beer at this point
4: Mm-hmm. So i have
5: 38 provisions left so it's yeah it's about like 55 45 weird beer rhino beer
1: uh barkeep can you set a glass of that beer on the bar here in front of me for a moment
0: i that's why i'm here why else am i here but to put glasses of something in front of you and he puts a he puts a lovely glass in front of you
1: thank you uh and he goes I, for
0: a lovely customer
1: i appreciate it uh i rem- I take the pouch of salt out of my ch- chest bag, and uh <laughs> i I pinch some of the salt into the drink just to see what happens
0: What do you think will happen? I have You're no just idea. Carry it? yeah, okay. uh,
1: just seeing if salt has any effect.
0: roll roll a D six, just roll one D six. Okay. Tell me what number you get.
1: I got a five.
0: You got a five? It yes. fizzes suspiciously. <laughs> okay, I, I see this
2: happening. And uh, one thing that I have is I have uh, in my bag is a a bag full of cyber interface adapters. One such okay. adapter is a fluid testing uh, interface. So let me I roll some. Let me roll some stuff because I would like to oh. test this drink for for you know suspiciousness.
4: As
0: an officer, know. what are you doing over there? I've never seen it. what's what's going on. <laughs> None of your business, dipshit. <laughs>
6: <laughs> I really hope there are no narcotics in there.
2: Okay, I rolled a five on that one, and my my, and I think my my cyber interface skill is total is seven.
0: Okay, so um, can you describe? Is it like a computer screen? Yeah, but in my brain. Okay, so you see like like people, people, yeah, it be boop, and then you can figure out what it is, kind of. Okay, so you do an analysis of the Correct. beverage. And you realize that it is a um, cursed alcoholic beverage that turns people slowly into foxes as they drink it.
2: Oh, shit. Everybody's <laughs> going to be foxes that drank this stuff.
0: Uh, and you can what do tell. you mean? One sip and you grow fox ears. Two sips, you grow fox tail. Three sips, your body gets covered in foxy fur and four sips and you literally become a fox. So huh. I
2: exclaim that it's the 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 fox drinking uh, spell to these other these other folks, especially the rhino men who is now <laughs> very foxy.
4: <laughs> fox well, okay. then.
0: Is is that yeah. true? Because I made my luck rolls. Because you passed your luck you're both fine. So okay. so
5: you're I, not, so I not say curries. so I say this obviously has no effect on me. Rhino men are built stronger than the normal man. I'm going to take another swig.
4: roll your
0: luck baby I'm at 10 okay 7 okay nothing happens it's just kind of nice
2: see (laughs) (laughs) the cyber interface does not lie you better be careful buddy
1: well I'm willing to, to test this out so I the glass that has a little bit of salt in it I'm gonna just take a sip from it
0: okay excellent test your luck please um, I ha- Herbert. I
1: have uh, eight luck.
0: Okay. Not as lucky. I,
1: I rolled an eight.
0: Mm. Okay. It's inoffensive. You're okay. Are that you sure about your cybernetic
1: seven? interface here, Harry?
0: It has been
2: 100% reliable. It has passed all diagnostic and testing results, uh, built-in tests and external testing. It was calibrated last week. I don't know what to tell you guys. <laughs> For a
0: man
5: as weak as yourself, that may be Bartenders- true.
0: <laughs> Bartending's pouring more. He's like refilling your glasses, putting them up. I like, put come my on. hand on my gun. And look at the <laughs> rhino man suspiciously.
1: <laughs> well, hold on. There is something I noticed on the way in. Everybody else here is a fox.
0: They, uh, what can I say? I'm a I'm a snow white. I just play my violin and all the foxes come to listen. I have uh, fantasy animal companions. Magical Barkeep? fantasy Do you co- Do you partake
2: in your own beverages?
0: No, I've never tried it. Why? uh i'd
2: like you to take a drink please
0: i don't i don't can you roll um why don't you just roll 2d6 for me and tell me what number you get uh seven okay uh he he goes well yeah sure why i if if i take a sip will you take a sip no you <laughs> get to take the sip <laughs> Well, as a show of good faith for my new friends, he takes he takes the sip.
2: I'm um, philosophically opposed to foxes.
0: He immediately grows fox ears. <laughs> See guys what did I tell you.
1: Alright, alright, you got something there. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: you guys are gonna like, be foxes. In the you hour. need to listen to him. <laughs> you all are jumping to conclusions here. This is uh, this is a skin condition. It has nothing to do with the beverages.
4: Why Dux are takes all a look
5: these his boxes? Dux takes a look at this firkin and seriously contemplates that pouring out the drink would require pouring out all the rhino beer and maybe not having more for the rest of the trip. And so he looks, he thinks for a long while, and then takes another sip.
0: <laughs> Roll your luck. Yes, 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 yes.
5: Now at nine, rolled an eight. Oh
0: my God. Your luck's at eight. I say, I will keep eight. this, and I stow it away. Okay. Excellent. I dumped the I rest of congrat- mine on the
1: floor, by the way.
0: I have to congratulate you all on solving the mystery of the silver the diamond spurs saloon of the cursed fox liquid. Um, the bar tinder is insisting that you stay and drink more of his beverages.
2: I'm not drinking your garbage.
1: I'm brandishing.
2: I should put you under arrest, sir. That's right.
1: <laughs> uh yeah, give me that violin.
2: <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's his violin know. now.
0: <laughs> uh are you are you threatening him? Or are you are you yes, really trying absolutely. to just Yeah, Roll C D is... six. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Roll, roll your skill. Uh four I
1: rolled a three.
0: Four
2: and a six, so a ten
0: uh he's speech he's kind of spe- he's just like in a, he's ups with a a sad look in his eyes he slowly hands the violin um to herbert
1: that's right,
2: thank you. I think we're even now for all this foxiness.
0: I play an open
1: g and I walk out of the bar. <laughs> And I say
2: yes. Enough of this
5: genital waving contest. I say as I fill up my furkin myself, and then I turn and follow
2: Herbert out the door. Yeah, I'm. I'm getting the hell out of there. Let's go.
0: Okay. The bartender sits dejectedly <laughs> behind the bar. He's the foxes are slowly leaving because <laughs> without his violin, they they forsake him.
4: Are they following me forsaken. now?
2: I'm
0: following you, yes. but I
2: don't know what anybody else is doing.
1: The, the foxes, foxes are, are following you. They're leaving the bar with us. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. yeah, there's about 24 of them.
6: <laughs> awesome. I wish it was fox hunting season.
5: <laughs> One of them catches up to me because I'm right behind Herbert. Can I kick it out of the way?
0: Uh Yeah, sure. You don't need to have to roll for it. Just kick it.
2: I kick it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, be nice to the the animals. They're probably people or some sort of other, you know, magical being that was turned yeah. by this magical beer. Huff. I huff. And continue walking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for huffing and then saying I huff. So I'm gonna assume you all have left the saloon and you're continuing down the road. Mm-mm. Um You've passed the the crag space and now you're in a more what you know it looks like Iowa again I don't know there are trees and, and there isn't corn <laughs> there's just trees it's like mm. um sugar bottom or oh, it's sugar you're at sugar bottom uh and you're you're walking but it's it's a steep incline cuz you're going up a, a mountain um uh and as you're you're walking the the road is sort of wide at this point and it's like clearly a pathway and you see up ahead there is a um box Um, in the middle of the trail with a piece of paper, a little, a piece of paper, like, um, scotch tape to a stick sticking out of the ground. And the, um, as you get closer, you can clearly see that the sign says Varg, but with a backwards R.
2: Looks like that's the way to go. Aren't we going to Varg?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Varg is also a cube, right?
0: Yes.
6: And this is a box. Much yes. like a cube.
0: One could argue that.
6: I agree. One could argue that.
1: You guys see that backwards R on there?
0: Um, oh no. I, I see. wonder what that means. Yeah, as you are sort of contemplating this, you you hear a voice um from behind a nearby rock, um, like clearly coming off from the side of the trail go. Um, I am Varg! Uh, and I can't grant you any more wishes, so you should just wait here quietly uh, until you explode.
2: <laughs> this seems very suspicious.
6: Can I-, I don't really yeah. want to explode. Can I chat him down to see if he's a real Varg? Yeah. All right. I got an 8.
0: What are you trying to an-
6: do? See what uh, he's doing tech yeah. lies, I guess. Yeah, just checking his yeah, see if he's telling the truth about like if he's the real cuz I assume that the R is backwards. I mean I might not be the real Varg.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um you, what is your skill? you rolled an 8. What is your skill? Uh, 8, sorry. Oh, okay. Excellent. So it is clearly not Varg. Like we can
1: we can hear but you not see s- him, right?
0: The the yeah, the it's a cardboard box and you see that the letters were written in a crayon. Mm-hmm. Can um, I kick
2: the cardboard box?
0: Um, yes, you may. Um, you kick the cardboard box and there's nothing under it, um, but you hear the voice again say, hey, don't, don't do that. That's not gonna get you any wishes. Just sit down quietly and wait until your heads explode, please. Um, as you hear the voice again, it's clearly coming from a nearby bush.
1: Hey, that sounded like it came from that nearby bush. Who wants to check it out?
0: Harry? All right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kicked the bush. <laughs> <laughs> um, a um, small... Uh, a, 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 you hear a... Ah! And a small child jumps out of the bush brandishing a very large sword um, that's twice the size of him. Um, Does the child a, look a, like oh. this? <laughs> 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 no. okay. All right. um, but he'll grow up to look like that got it, uh, got it. because you see that he has a blonde short fade um, and is well tanned from roughing it in the great ar- outdoors with horrible teeth just atrocious ugly disgusting teeth um, and uh, he he jumps out of the bush and, and is swinging his sword uh, I, wildly I draw my weapon and point it at him <laughs> put the sword down sir
1: <laughs> <laughs> I unsheath this... my own sword.
0: Hey, the kid, the child, the literal child, goes. This could have been easy, and he he starts coming towards um uh uh Harry. I'm
2: I'm backing up, guys. I'm gonna need a little
0: backup. He's roll two d six because he's the child is swinging at you. All
2: right, I got a six and I got a three, so I got a nine.
0: Okay, you can clearly dodge this child wielding a sword that's twice his size. Um he he completely misses.
1: Uh I would I would like to try to knock the sword out of the child's hand with my own sword. Okay. To disarm rolled him. Roll 2d6.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: I rolled as, a 6.
0: Okay, excellent. So, um as you approach the uh child, heels um I am Hayden, the Vengeful Child, and I will have your chocolates and creams. And he comes towards you doing this number, you know, overhead swing, and you uh, uh, describe how you deftly disarm this boy.
1: Well, he's doing the overhand thing, and I just uh, kind of hold my sword at roughly chest height horizontally, which blocks his attempted attack, and the sword just bounces out of his hand. And I'm just standing still.
0: Okay. Um, the child uh, immediately starts crying because um, did you ever play softball when you, like, hit the bat for the first time and it hurts your hands? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that's, that's the experience you're, you put this young child through. And he starts crying and he's, he sits down and he's he's stomping his feet and hitting his fists against the ground.
4: And ah, I just, no. No. <laughs> That's
6: what you get for breaking the law
2: uh i'm gonna i'm gonna try to uh, uh apprehend this child and interrogate him uh and and ask him why he's uh what what's he doing here what's going on
0: yeah Hold okay on. go ahead yeah
2: i got a five i got a six and i guess my total cop skill is nine
0: okay so i' un, un- Unfortunately, you cannot get through to this child or restrain him. He's somehow very, like, slippery and just, like, <laughs> flailing and just, No! Um, it's like, I want sweets!
1: <laughs> I
2: this offer... kid's clearly just a fat ass. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: offer wow. the child a, a pinch of salt from my pouch of salt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he looks you dead in the eye like with snot going down his nose and he goes, I hate salt Good <laughs> I pick up the
5: sword because it's on the ground now
4: mm-hmm.
5: and then I toss it over to Bert, saying, take this puny sword, slightly offensively,
6: <laughs> I say that I pick up the sword but I mean I Those have are- a bow and arrows already so, I mean I'm more of an at range kind of guy. <laughs> I don't. I got Harry for really the sort of brunt work. So, I, I yeah, say I give the sword to Harry.
2: <laughs> I throw the sword on the ground. I got no need for this.
0: That's evidence that you yeah. just discarded. <laughs> this is uh, I throw it hour. back to that kid.
1: Well, Penny, do you have any weapons?
3: I do. I have a a pen which is mightier than the sword.
1: I I take the sword back from where Harry threw it on the ground by the child, and I I thrust it into Penny's hands and say, no, the pen is not mightier than this.
0: (laughs) Okay. So um, the child continues crying, but he's obviously having a a total temper tantrum. Um, Hayden, the small tan boy with the blonde uh, short fade, isn't used to not getting what he wants. Um, but congratulations to the party. They've successfully solved the test of the cardboard box in the middle of the road. Um, <laughs> another um, futile attempt by the children of the spheres trying to trap you so that they could uh, eat your exploded heads.
1: Children are no match for me.
2: Do not trust
0: the children. Excellent. So The wish still
5: remains. That is all that matters to
0: ducks. Dang, I heard like an anime theme song when you said that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes,
0: yes, excellent. So, um, you can you continue walking, and now you're sort of it. It no longer looks like Sugar Bottom in Iowa. Now it looks uh, more like a thin. It's like as if the landscape just sort of disappeared from the sides of the road. Um, and uh, there's some a, a little bit of a wall on one side, but you're really starting to like go up like the side of the mountain spiraling upwards at this point. Um, it's about maybe like 4 p.m. So you've been walking for some time at this point, for several hours. You've been munching on your provisions, et cetera. I don't care. You don't have to tell me you've been eating. That's not <laughs> fun. Um, and uh, as you're sort of walking around the bend, you see um, what appears to just sort of be like, um a pile of dried leaves all of a sudden in front of you um and i mean that's it but it's just sort of weird that there's just like a pile of dried leaves in the middle of this road on the side of a on of the cliff that you're sort of spiraling up
1: i look around for trees that may have provided these leaves
0: you know, you don't even have to roll for it. There are no trees. <laughs> <laughs> I don't notice just, any trees. You just see that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you say out loud to everyone else who knows that there are no trees nearby.
4: Um, <laughs> there are no trees. Excellent. Excellent.
3: I mean, that's obviously a trap. I'm not. I'm. Not, I don't even need to use my special skills for that, right? I don't. I don't know what you guys think, but. Just a pile of leaves in a road with I, no trees.
1: I do have an idea. Uh, do we still have twenty four foxes following us?
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs>
3: right. yes,
0: you do.
1: I take out the violin that we took from that barkeep and I play yeah. a uh, you know middle middle of the violin range, a uh, an A flat, <ding> and that instructs wow. one of the foxes to inspect the leaves. And by inspect, okay. I mean stand on top of the leaves.
0: Okay, excellent. So um, as soon as the fox steps on a leaf, um, you're all shocked to hear the loud scream of a small, gray-looking creature. You just like imagine a small, skinny man, basically, kind of hairy, um, jumps out and goes, Aah! and he's holding a gun and pointing it at the fox. Um, <laughs> just a gun, just a nine-millimeter, just... Gun, the same kind of gun that like an officer on Law and Order would have, and pointing it in the general direction of the fox. And um, the small gray creature yells, Give me your fucking eyes! And you see that um, he has several eye sockets around his skull, but with no eyes.
4: I'll drop my weapon and fire.
0: (laughs) 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 He's got a gun! What do you expect?
6: i think Hold that's on. a Here justified use go. of self-defense
4: <laughs>
2: i only rolled a four so not very good okay.
0: okay um it turns out that um harry you're actually really bad at shooting people because well, you totally missed the small gray man i i have gunfighting plus
2: three i guess so that would be a total skill of nine and i rolled a four oh, really? so i really whiffed
0: it wait no you that means you
2: Oh, I gain plus that means three? you
0: pass. Yeah.
1: Okay, okay, okay.
0: Yeah. Yo, you totally pass. You should, where did you shoot him? Describe uh, your center shot. mass. Center mass.
6: <laughs> center mass. <laughs> might
0: the as well have been gray, a piece of paper. <laughs> the small gray creature just like drops like a fucking sack of potatoes. Just like Folks, we
5: got him. Let's go. So Excellent. I take out my spear, because I have a I have an undersized spear. So it's a little small for me, but I use it to just prod one of the eye, the eye sockets that's empty. Just because.
0: Okay. Yeah, excellent. So, um, I will say that the fox that um Herbert made stand on the leaves uh, looks fucking terrified, <laughs> and like you know, dogs don't really have emotional faces, but some you can tell. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what the fox looks like. You can tell the fox is upset. Um, yeah. Herbert
1: uh. is not uh, very uh, receptive to like the emotions and feelings of other beings, so he doesn't notice the foxes. You know, I got PTSD expression.
2: plus one.
0: <laughs> Excellent. I mean, we got twenty-four uh. of
1: these things. You know what? Uh, right. Not that concerned about you know, any any Pikmin. one of them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I
1: was thinking of Pikmin. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I bro, turn man.
2: to Penny and say, "That was off the record." <laughs> <laughs>
3: Nope, I have been recording this whole time.
4: Well, there's, a, there's a um,
3: gun
1: sitting here. If anyone wants that,
3: yeah, it's <laughs> another gun. Ducks.
0: Uh, so ducks, you did poke the eye socket, um, and it feels exactly like. Did you ever dissect a fetal pig? Because it feels like the inside of a fetal pig when you dissected them. Is that a common I experience? Okay.
4: I didn't I only, go to school I in Iowa. So I don't, Sorry. Ooh, a other... frog.
0: <laughs> well, you know how like formaldehyde it is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this creature's kind of ver- hard in formaldehyde. <laughs>
3: I can still smell it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a cat. So can I. Yep.
0: Yeah. Oh, you did a cat?
3: We did cats, yeah. Okay,
0: Ugh. yeah, same thing. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> can we investigate this heidi hole he uh he came from? Is there anything anything good in there?
0: Um I uh, assume there there's no more.
2: more the leaves are scattered about
0: now. Yeah, there's a leaf bed. Um, and he's you notice that he's just wearing like a sack. There's like another sack hanging on the wall, so he had a backup sack to wear. Um, but no, there's nothing else in the in the hole. It's a very humble little hole. It's, maybe it's, a, humble like, hole. it's humble a humble hole. Humble hole. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, does anyone want the gun? I'll I'll pick up the gun. <laughs> the party leader picks up the gun. Let's Just in roll, case, folks.
2: I don't know. Is there anything we need from from this guy? I mean, you he, can take he his ambushed. sack. Yeah. Does anybody need a sack? I got I, mine. Uh, I got mine on me. I'm I'm. You know, I'm this still this got is a, sack,
1: a sack. Sack with like holes for limbs to wear his clothing. Yeah. 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 I'm not interested in the sack. I don't know about you guys. Let's
2: offer it to one of the foxes. Maybe they still, you know, retain some of their humanity and uh, shame.
1: It's a good question. Have they been Are following make... us on on their hind legs or not?
2: Yes.
0: Yeah, they have. They remain on their hind okay. legs. Okay. Yes. Um, I think As... it would be particularly cruel of Ho- Herbert to make the fox who's traumatized wear. the sack. <laughs> well, here's here's.
1: Here's what I'm thinking. <laughs> it's uh, consent. To to reward that fox for its contributions <laughs> to the party, I would like to present the sack to that fox. He
2: oh. um, needs to cover up and make him feel better. It's like a, you know a thunder shirt. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I, I poke the
5: sack with my spear and kinda of twist a bit to and then yank to pull it off of the body.
0: Okay. And you've handed it to the fox. I oh, so the,
5: yeah, I kind of it's took, like yeah. it's yeah. like limply hanging from the tip of my spear, and I just kind of <laughs> go over to the fox and then just kind of.
1: <laughs> and it, this is the sack that the gray man was wearing. That's the one yeah. that you just took, ducks. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I believe our dungeon mistress said there was another sack.
0: In There's the, another sack the on the wall okay. inside. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're unpleasant to touch and they smell bad.
1: Okay. Uh, I'm offended by the smell of the sack, so I take the spare one out of the hidey hole and I throw it down the side of the mountain.
0: It just sort of floats down.
4: Like American Beauty? Um,
0: yeah, yeah, like, a, yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> this fucking, like, cum sack you just threw <laughs> off the side of this mountain. <laughs> um, trying to how to, how can I as a narrator fit come into this? Is what I've been thinking this whole time. <laughs> there we go. Mission accomplished. Yeah, mission accomplished. You shot a man. Uh, so Deserved. glad you it also had Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, I guess,
6: I mean, justified. Yeah. Second Amendment rights. He
2: wanted eyeballs. I don't. I don't. We. I, I got the only one. that got.
0: Yeah. Okay. Excellent. So. um I'll say uh, you continue walking, and um, you. It seems that you're approaching the top of the mountain. It's almost like seven p.m. at this point, so it's starting to get dark. So you're getting a little anxious, but you've, you It seems like you've you've made it, and there's a large obelisk in the center of the trail, and on it is a strange language that you that you may be familiar with. Um, would someone like to uh, roll to try to translate? The letters on the obelisk.
6: What skill? That seems like I a use? job
1: for a, a journalist. Just, just roll
0: skill, um, and if Penny, because you're a journalist, I'll give I'll add plus two to your skill.
3: Okay. Oh, I don't I don't have a D three. I just have a D six. No, so you just, just I mean just roll do two
0: D six and then two add two sixes. to your skill. Okay. Yeah. Eighteen. Okay um don't add the what's the number you rolled <laughs> tell I me had, the number that you rolled
3: I had, yeah. I had two sixes that i rolled and then i have a six skill
0: uh-huh. yeah so um what were the two numbers that you got from the d6s six
3: Six. Six. Oh, okay six. perfect yeah, yeah okay
0: that makes dumb. so you got 14 um, yeah no 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 you rolled six and you want to hit plus or six. go lower than your skill
3: oh that's not good oh, okay
0: oh, wait, <laughs> no that you did you, you passed yeah <laughs> So I'm messaging you now what it says, and you can slowly translate for the rest of the group um, what um, the sort of language on this obelisk says.
3: All right, guys, hold on. I'm uh, buffering. (laughs) I think this says, a cone is like a party hat. A sphere is like a bouncy ball. prism is a building tall i think that's what that says and a cylinder a cylinder is a can of pop a cube is like the dice you drop
0: correct it's a poem
3: it's a beautiful poem what do you guys think? Is this a did did I just curse this all? Did I just read a curse out loud?
5: So ducks, what as you're saying that feels the 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 horn on his nose, the cone shape, and then <laughs> feels the furkin of beer, which is kind of or a, you know, like a like a, What's like like
4: like a, a cylinder
5: shape. Yeah,
4: yeah. And yeah. then
5: <laughs> and then feels the knuckle dice that he also has as is an inventory. And then looks up at the moon because he doesn't have any spherical objects and says, this must mean me. And it's the first time he's ever said me in the first Aww. person. So that's cute. Aww. And he Whoa. <laughs> and so beautiful. he takes a, he takes another swig of the beer. Roll luck. Excitedly.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh. Luck is eight now and I roll a ten. Okay, you grow uh, fox ears. Your luck is seven now.
1: I'm v- I'm visibly frustrated by the poetry because I'm a very literal and uh, material kind of thinker. As
2: a stem lord, I don't get it.
6: I don't get it either.
5: It's as I say, this means me. The wish is for me, and I start walking up the rest of the mountain, leaving you guys there.
0: Um. So, um. Bert. Or er, no. Sorry. Um. Ducks. as you walk around the obelisk, you actually see um, a large tent ahead of you, and standing in front of it is, you're shocked to see, another Rhino Man. Father? Is that you? <laughs> <laughs> you you see, like, the Rhino Man sort of shake himself awake, and he sees you, and he goes, oh, Hello. You've made it to the top of the mountain of Varg. I am the one who will administer the test before you can see his cuboidness.
5: Father, it's Gromley, it's it's your son. <laughs> for years I have been oh. searching for a necromancer in order to bring you back. The helmet and the dice you see these were yours. I have been looking for decades. The necromancer that, that you were employed under, I killed him. I've sought, sought vengeance for your death. And alas, I could not find any other necromancers because it's not that type of universe, apparently. <laughs> but now it is you, the one wish I've been trying to search for all this time. You're here.
0: Right? The, the rhino man sort of looks up and goes, "Ah, oh, they're, they're always like this. Can I just give you the test, please? I go to give the
5: Rhino man a big hug.
0: <laughs> Roll 2d6. Three. Love check. 3 total. 3 total. You failed the hug check. <laughs> he
4: do, he does not oh, hug no. you.
6: That's very sad.
0: <laughs> um, you may wrap your arms around him, but he just sort of sighs and doesn't move. His, he does not hug you back.
6: Oh, yeah. my God. Heartbreaking. Perhaps uh, I
0: am mistaken. <laughs> Ducks, you sure uh, that's your your pops?
5: <laughs> he looks like me. He's gray. He has a horn. He, does. he must be my father. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What if he's like your your brother or your cousin or your uncle?
1: Uncle. Or...
2: I am the last of my kind. This does not uh. make sense.
1: Ducks, do you have a photo of your father?
5: What is a photo?
1: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I heard someone say that.
0: This is all very interesting, but can I please just administer my questions three so you can go and meet the cube or get kicked off the mountain and I can go back to bed? What's the questions? (sighs) Question one. In order to meet his cuboidness, you must answer my three riddles questions whatever <laughs> the first is what kind of tree does a math teacher climb
1: i clench my jaw
4: <laughs> yeah put my hand on my gun
6: i put my hand on my gun, <laughs> <laughs> my on my gun.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what's the next question
5: I uh, I attempt to walk past the Rhino Man.
0: Ignoring the question entirely. He stops you aggressively.
5: Imposter, let me pass this instant.
0: You see that he also has a gun. (laughs) And he brandishes his gun underneath his tunic. It's much larger than your gun because it has to fit in the hand of a Rhino Man. I I get uncharacteristically afraid and take a step back. I can say if you're interested, you can roll riddles and I will give you the answer. If you don't want to actually try to solve the riddles.
3: I'm trying to actually figure it out. This is hard.
0: <laughs> what kind of tree does a math teacher climb?
3: Do I just roll a, a d- no. Yeah, just roll roll
0: 2d6 against your skill. So you have six. So you have to roll six or under. Okay. Or we'll say six. Whatever. Oops. So you're I good ten. with words because you're a journalist. Okay. So um, you can't figure it out. Would anyone else like to roll riddles? Sure. Uh, okay. I'll,
2: okay. I'll, tr- I'll try using my vast uh, uh, database of of yeah. algorithms. Yeah. And, You've got yeah. computer brain. You're <laughs> fucking cop brain. I got seven. Uh, I guess my skill is six. I don't know if you want to want to rank it against my cop skill I'll or say, my STEM uh, skill, which is both nine.
0: Oh, okay. I'll do um, stem skill, actually, because it is a math-related riddle. Okay. And uh, I will message you now the answer, the answer, the answer to the (laughs) the riddle.
5: It's coming up
1: on his RoboCop screen.
5: Before you do that, can my character just turn to the group and say, I am sorry, I am not skilled in such areas as
2: geometry. (laughs) I I
3: sigh.
2: And, and realize that he says it right as it pops up on
4: my
2: screen. <laughs> <It> says, <laughs> right, this fucker's uh, got dad jokes.
0: Yeah. What very right Maybe what he really is
1: your father, Ducks.
0: The second question, Riddle, whatever, is uh, who invented the round table? And again, anyone can roll um, riddles. <clears throat> Folks at home, you can play along with this. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? What yeah, the hell's going I'll, I'll,
6: on here? I'll, I'll roll for riddles, I suppose. Uh, I got a seven. My skill is five.
0: Okay. Um, you've got nothing. If you'd like your horse, Casey you can also roll riddles.
6: Okay. Casey rolls riddles. She gets a six. You determine her skill.
0: (laughs) Because I don't know anything about Casey, I'm going to say that's a fail. I want Casey to answer a riddle, but I don't know how intelligent Casey is or if she can speak.
6: Uh, Or horses,
4: traditionally.
6: Yeah. She's not a talking horse. Mm -hmm.
0: A talking horse.
6: But I have some sort of psychic link with her where if she were to know the answer, then I would know also.
0: Yeah. I think that's obvious. I think we all knew that. <laughs> um, it's clear the bond between you two. Yeah. Um,
6: I really like her pizza you- also. Oh,
1: I have an idea. Go ahead. I, yeah. I I would like to sneak up behind the Rhino Man and see if he's got any sort of pockets where maybe I could pick the answers to the riddles out of his pockets.
0: Okay. Yeah, do it.
1: All right, Uh, my sneak skill is five total. Okay. And I rolled a five.
0: Beautiful. Okay, so you managed to sort of the rhino is like just like very obviously um, not stoked about his job in life, and um, you how do you sort of distract the rhino? Do you just say, "Hey, look over there," or or what?
1: Well, I we have all these foxes, so uh, first I guess I'll play like. I'll just sort of randomly, just atonally run my fingers all around the fingerboard and bow like a madman. Yeah, what and, does that sound like? Uh,
6: <laughs> kind of like that. Thank you. That,
1: that makes the our 24 <laughs> foxes, actually 23, one of them is still, like, suffering from the previous encounter, and he's just standing he's still. <laughs> kind of like that. We left but, him. The remaining Excellent. 23 are sort of in a frenzy, just sort of dancing around. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. that that will distract the Rhino Man and he'll be looking that way, so I can sneak behind it, him.
0: And it works, it totally works. And you pull out, in fact, a uh, uh, a scrap of paper and on it says, uh, Varg's riddles for the day. And it says, uh, number one, what kind of tree does a math teacher climb geometry? And number two, who invented the round table? circumference (laughs) if you would like to to say to role play that and say
1: how do we want to do this Uh, do we want him to see that I took the paper it's clear he doesn't care about the job very much Yeah, I'll just do that. I blatantly return to the front of the rhino man (laughs) holding the piece of paper (laughs) and and I monotonously read from the paper Circumference. Uh,
0: That's correct. Okay. The final riddle for Varg, the omnidirectional cube. Why do nobody talk? Why does nobody talk to circles?
1: I pass the paper to uh, our leader, Bert.
0: Okay. Um, Bert, I've uh, private messaged you the answer to the riddle.
6: <laughs> uh, it says here on this piece of paper, uh, it's because there is no point.
0: Yes, that's why nobody talks to circles. Congratulations, you've passed the test of Varg the Omnidirectional Cube. You may now enter the tent of his majestic cuboidness. Congratulations, and the Rhino Man steps aside.
4: <clears throat> Can I tip
6: Shall the we? Rhino Man one more of my silver pences? Yes. All right. Thank you, Rhino Man.
0: He cracks a gentle smile.
6: (laughs) Anytime. I stroll right past.
5: As I walk (laughs) past, I turn to the Rhino Man one more time and I say, are you sure you are not Royth Lith Duxford, my father, who has been long dead?
0: My name is Gary. No.
5: (sighs) I sigh, just like Gary sighs. (laughs) and continue walking
0: (laughs) excellent so as you all enter the fancy tent of varg the omnidirectional cube you see a large floating cube in the middle of the room with a glowing with a sort of uh, greenish purple combination you see like green aura but then it shifts into purple and back into green um, in the tent there are uh, rugs all over the place there's a cube shaped bed yes it's a mountain dew green yes excellent <laughs> thank you Justin um, and in the sort of near the ceiling there's just sort of like an acme hole Um, and beneath the hole like it's just like a hole that you could presumably like go through like a portal um, and at the bottom of the hole on the floor there's a pile of rotting banana peels
1: This reminds Um, me of another hole.
2: (laughs) This does seem like a very suspicious
0: hole.
6: Shall we throw some foxes in the hole? (laughs) The hole's above us, correct?
0: Yeah. Um, Varg uh, turns, although you can't really... It just seemed like he's spinning arbitrarily. It's not like he has a face. And he turns and he says, You have reached my home at the peak of my mountain and passed my tests. I am they who first transcended dimensions, and I am that which helps those change their dimension according to thee. What does thou wish?
1: Well, I mean, we took this journey just to get these collars off of ourselves, right? I'm a little correct. distracted by the hole, though.
0: What's up with that hole? Oh, the hole is a... It's just the hole it takes you to the bottom or the top of the mountain...
2: Why didn't we use that before?
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. People rarely use it besides my banana boy who provides me with these banana peels.
2: <laughs> Do you eat banana peels? Is that your thing?
0: No, I like to play with them. Oh, like a, oh
6: I see how it is.
2: Like a Mario Kart thing. I
0: got it. It, it pleases me to watch them rot slowly. I oh, enjoy what... seeing change.
1: Is that what playing is for you? Sick. More, more like watching.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what is thine wish?
6: Uh it'd be great if I was not just party leader but king, you know. Over... Oh come on. I'm itching mean- under my collar that's going to kill me soon. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it is probably like 7:45 at this point. I'd really like
2: this this thing off my neck. I still got the bolts from my costume under there. I roll a knuckle dice around that I hold in my hand and think of
5: my father. What? <laughs> Ready to speak up about bringing my father back?
1: Varg, <laughs> can you remind me what are the rules to this wishing thing?
0: <laughs> if I hear the words "I wish" and then blank, and those people have passed my tests, I will uh, grant that wish indiscriminately.
1: Okay. Do we I each hold get a... no
0: judgment for you beans?
1: Do we get a collective wish, or we each get our own?
0: I can only grant one wish per moon cycle, so okay. Whoever says a wish, it's their
6: wish.
1: I clench my jaw.
6: <laughs> Shall we vote? Shall we do this democratically, uh, where one person is the wisher and uh, we all vote on, you know, whether Who's they gonna want gonna me waste to be their king wish to get this or. Shit off our neck. Or maybe take the things off our necks.
0: You may take a vote. Um what what is the vote exactly? So it's uh what's on the ballot?
6: Make me king. Okay. Take the things off our, off our necks. Okay. Ducks gets to reunite with his father.
0: Okay. Anyone else? Like,
1: I'd like to add one. Um I haven't been talking about this much because I'm not a very social person, but uh, I am a I am a demon stalker, and I am driven by one goal through my whole life, and it is the eradication of demons. So I I think that ranks above removing the collars for me. I would like the total eradication of demons from all of existence. So I would like to put that Dang. on the ballot. It's a kamikaze
6: okay. demon killer.
2: I, I scream... I wish all these things were off our neck. <laughs>
4: I didn't. Even that was finish, easy, guys. Come on! I didn't finish Sorry, filling cause... out my ballot. He is the
5: strongest. He is the one who killed during this quest. I respect. <laughs> He's the only
6: one who has the ability to do violence or the will to.
2: Doesn't there, that mean that there's more, more, more wishes now? No,
4: no I have just to, one.
0: No more wishes. Until the next moon cycle, which will be several years in this sphere, I have no. removed giant well, golden ruffs.
4: The ruffs um, evaporate. With
0: that, the ruffs evaporate. Um, and there's a, when they evaporate, there's this um, scent in the air because they evaporate into a vapor. And you all smell um, the most delicious chocolate and creams. Um, just a hint of what would have came out of your necks. Um and with that you've you're now no longer cursed. You've done it. You've climbed the mountain of varg, you've passed various challenges such as a small child, um a blind man, um <laughs> and you've convinced some foxes to hang out with you. Um maybe they could also become demon hunters. Um if you would like, you can go through the hole, which takes you back to the front with the moist man.
5: I pat the top of my head to see if I still have the fox ears after that ordeal. You do. <laughs> Curses.
0: Fox <laughs> ears are forever. <laughs> it's fun to imagine a rhino with fox ears. Yeah, it is. Uh, you'd think he might have enhanced hearing with that. I don't hear. think they have
2: great you ears do. to begin with.
1: You have extra ears. Why not? It just
0: takes
5: one more swig of... of- Beer, by the way. Test your luck. <laughs> Test your luck.
0: Nine. I do not I pass. pass. You <laughs> grow a foxy foxtail. Your rhino tail has been transformed into a very large foxtail. Mm. This is some Inuasha ass sized foxtail. <laughs> um Double I'm
4: actually
0: I'm having a really hard time imagining a rhino man with a large fox tail and fox ears
4: a <laughs> <laughs> furry uh, well, dream herbert That's works
1: alone cut. so uh, my my next move is to hold out the violin towards the foxes offering it to them to choose their own destiny going forward
0: the traumatized fox steps forward <laughs> and takes the violin
1: This is yours now. You all can do what you like. I'm going back to demon stalking.
0: The traumatized foxes, thank you. It was an honor to work for you, sir. And they they walk away. They could talk. Um, (laughs) With that being said, this concludes our Troika adventure, but I would like to hear from everyone. What does your character do after having the curse removed? Um, so I I'll drink a big
6: of... glass of milk.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Excellent. Um, it's a very satisfying glass of milk since you've been absolutely hiking for, for days. Yeah, I had this um, horse
6: with me the entire time. Never once did I need to ride her. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, ducks, what do you do
0: as the adventure comes to a close?
5: Dux never gets the closure with his father. The whole ad- adventure just kind of stirs up bad memories with Gary showing up. So dejectedly, he leaves the group to wander the earth for more years, but first goes to see a groomer for these new ears and that tale.
0: How do you get them groomed? Do you just get them cleaned? Yes, clean,
5: conditioned. Dux feels very primp. <laughs> good,
0: good, good, good. You deserve it after all the walking and, and brushed and, out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to blow out your tails. <laughs> <laughs> he does Very notice goofy. it is
5: easier to talk to people now that he's talking in the first person. Yeah. And so he learns a lesson.
0: That's beautiful. <laughs> um, you have to
5: be true to yourself as well yeah. as others.
0: Yeah. Um, so Bert has their milk. Um, Ducks has their blowout Um Herbert, what do you do? You You wander the earth forever as a demon hunter alone?
1: Well, now that I know about this whole wish thing, I'm thinking about whether it would be possible to just camp out inside of the tent where uh, Varga lives and just wait until the next moon cycle. Sort of camp and steal the wish before anyone else can get to it.
0: Okay. I think that's a noble pursuit. Um. It's very boring, and it's also very difficult to stand hanging out with um, Varg as they test more um, riddles that have shape related puns as their <laughs> answers. Um, My I would jaw like is you to roll. More
1: clenched than ever, though.
0: I, I would actually like you to roll 2d6 to see if you can stand it. Yeah, how many <laughs> provisions does he have? Is he going to run out? He well, I... can eat banana peels. That's
1: oh, true. Okay. There is a food yeah. source, which is good. Okay, right. I'm rolling my dice okay. here. I rolled a four.
0: You can stand it. <laughs> you <right>. absolutely <laughs> can stand it. But just, your just... jaw... You're gonna need to see a dentist, Herbert. You can't keep <laughs> clenching your jaw like that. It's really not good.
1: My teeth are cracking a little bit. Oh,
0: God. Ugh. At least in my uh, fantasy, science fantasy universe, dental is, is free and accessible to everyone. Um, That's
1: good, because I've never had insurance or a job of any kind.
0: Well, they don't exist in this universe either, so. <laughs> um, except for rhino Um <laughs> The bartender does it out of love. It's like Star Trek. It's like, you know, <laughs> waking up every day to make yourself better. Um, Harry Cheesecake. What does Harry Cheesecake do after? I I
2: ask Penny if uh, she'd like to be uh, to launder some some police related stories in the media.
3: (laughs) I say no. And around when people where people can see me.
4: (laughs) And then I I subtly slip him my card.
0: (laughs) What does your card say?
3: Uh. Um, actually, nothing. I forgot to actually put anything on them. It's just a blank business card. I'm sorry. been <laughs> didn't prepare. I
2: look at it and realize it's blank and furrow my brow and, <laughs> and turn and
0: walk away. I think lying to a cop is against the law. Uh, mm.
2: And then pull out my nightstick. <laughs> What's your number?
3: <laughs> I give it to him very quickly and apologize. <laughs> sir.
0: Excellent. Cops love it when you call them, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, that always works for me. Um, <laughs> what does Penny Scoop do following the removal of the golden ruffs?
3: So after that uh, delightful exchange with our local law enforcement, thank you for your service. Uh, I use my spell that I didn't use this whole time off the record, which turns me invisible for 24 hours, and I follow. Um, Harry Cheesecake because certainly there will be a story
0: yeah who will they shoot next <laughs> yeah excellent beautiful I think that's a happy ending for some of you uh, probably <laughs> most of all Bert who just got to enjoy some milk
6: yeah <laughs> I feel bad for ducks though <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, I do look
6: pretty pretty cute though yeah that's true And you learn
0: that you're a person. Mm -hmm. A first person.
4: Yeah.
5: (laughs) yeah. Yeah, I was suddenly hungover as well because I took like probably 10 (laughs) gulps of beer throughout that (laughs) all day.
0: Yeah. Um, You could roll to see if you continue drinking the fox liquid. It eventually become a fox.
5: Well, I had 40 provisions. And so I think I have 36 left. So I can roll 36 times.
0: <laughs> Why don't you roll 2d6 against your skill, and if you fail that, we're going to say you t- Yeah.
5: Okay, my skill is five. I roll a seven.
0: Tell us the tale of uh, ducks who eventually becomes a fox.
5: Well, it's very long and bushy. <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh-huh.
5: um, I guess ducks does kind of have some sort of like personal crisis eventually not realizing whether he is a rhino man or a rhino fox or a fox man or a rhino fox man (laughs) (laughs) and as memories often do they kind of change and reform over time to the point that he thinks that his father was always just a fox and so he goes to the forest and finds many foxes along his path versus rhinomen, of which he found only one at the top mm-hmm. of the mountain, and kinda pretty much optimistically thinks that every fox he encounters is his father and gets rejected every single time. And uh he gets labeled as an eccentric among the, the fox tribes.
6: <laughs> okay. That's kind of bittersweet, but a little bit better.
5: Yeah. But some people feel take pity on him and kind of shelter him for the night and give him a nice meal. And oh. um and the fox beer is it's okay. It's not as not good as good as the, the rhino <laughs> beer, though. Doesn't have the rhino beer. No, rhino beer is yeah. the best in the land. But he, but he he's a little oblivious, but he does appreciate it. So he does meet Excellent. more people and eventually opens up to people. So there, happy ending. Oh
0: oh that's sweet yeah I'm glad that there's a character that uh, all of the listeners who have uh, dads that have failed them can relate to (laughs) you know it's really nice Um, myself included Um, yeah yeah
6: I feel that excellent
0: yeah and I mean I think also in terms of like characters and like morals and stuff I'm really happy that um, Harry Cheesecake just showed that cops were super cool um, and effective that's right (laughs)
2: That's right. I mean, sometimes you got to kill a guy. (laughs) He had a gun.
3: He was was justified.
2: It was justified. He was looking for eyeballs. That's sicko. It's a sicko stuff.
3: Yeah. (laughs) A lot of paperwork coming up.
2: Oh, yeah. I got to go back to the station. Got to fill out some paperwork. You don't even know his
5: name, so you can't really find his records so easily. Well, he he was in another kingdom.
0: You know it's fun. I love that like all of the characters had names, and none of you asked what their names were, so you just oh. don't know. Um, I it's could like tell you their job. names for fun. Yeah, the barkeeper's name was Guy. His name was Barkeeper Guy. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, the blind person was named Jimmy.
1: Oh, we got the kid's name. He was Hayden. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You want
0: you want to know how I came up with Hayden?
1: Is Hayden like the worst child you've ever met in real life? No, I googled
0: Hayden. annoying boy names. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, and it was yeah. like, it was like Hayden, Aiden, Jaden, yeah. Brayden. Like, yeah. Like, whoa. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. The yep. worst kid I ever met was named Hayden.
0: Yeah. Did he have a blonde short fade?
1: I don't really remember. I think it was more of a, a darker, a browner color. Also, model- uh.
0: Hayden
6: Christensen, Anakin, oh, a
0: real yeah. crybaby.
3: Yeah, that's where I thought you got it from, no. or that he he is Hayden.
0: No, it's based <laughs> off of my nephew. Oh. <laughs> Fuck that kid. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> just kidding. He's never going to hear kidding. it. <laughs> yeah, no, he's not. No, he's. Like... We're going to send it to him. I can't remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, <no. laughs> that concludes this adventure. Um, is there any uh, is there anything you all want to talk about or get closure on? To sort of,
6: I just want to thank everyone who voted for me. Um.
0: <laughs> that was really nice. Yeah, I love how effective voting was.
6: Yeah, it it made a big difference. It definitely did. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You know, as a leader, you are really like working behind the scenes, like orchestrating. Yeah.
6: yeah. Well, you he know, was, he did a yeah. lot. Yeah, yeah. That's how it goes. You can't be yeah. too uh aggressive. You know how you gotta, to
5: delegate. That's the most important skill.
6: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah, sure, sure, sure.
6: Absolutely.
1: Yeah, I'd like um, to keep Herbert's uh, future with Varg and the the demon thing kind of an open question. Yeah. We don't know what's going to happen.
0: Okay. Excellent. Um I'm trying to I wonder if I'm trying to figure if there's uh Oh, I know! I know the perfect way of uh, of concluding this. Yeah, um, putting a nice little ribbon on it, and that's with a joint huzzah for successfully completing an adventure. So, if you would huzzah with me in uh, three, two, one, huzzah! Huzzah!
5: huzzah!
4: Yes. <laughs>